0: Welcome to the Die Hard Minute Podcast, a presentation by Movies by Minutes where we break down the 1988 John McTiernan movie Die Hard one minute at a time. I'm Jeff Ferry from the Jane and Silent Bob Minute.
1: And I'm Chris Terkacz from the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Guy Hutchinson from Drunk on Disney.
0: And today we're covering Minute 109 of Die Hard, quite possibly the greatest double cross minute ever. This minute begins with Richard Thornburg being a creep and ends with McLean getting cozy with a rifle. Alright, so, uh, we get the second half of, a. Uh, a little William Atherton, being a uh, being William Atherton, I guess. I mean,
1: doing what this he does. Is, I mean, he is <laughs> he's the greatest jerk in in the history of cinema, and he's good in this minute. I mean, like this, like watching this minute. I put this on and watched this minute. Then I went back and watched the entire movie, which I hadn't seen for uh, maybe two two or three years. Uh, and it's a it's such a great movie. But like, I was like, oh, I barely remember this character. But I hated him the second he started talking. When he's like, "This is probably the the last chance these children will get to see their parents." It's like such a, a horrible, horrible, over the top line.
0: And that's after coming off last minute, where he threatens her with INS, and yeah. then just yeah. to top off his racism, says "Comprende." Yeah, <laughs> so I was yeah.
1: Bring up <laughs> Comprende. Says- He's just so sleazy. Um, he, he of course is well known for his part in Ghostbusters. I remember very well from his part in Biodome. I don't know if you've, if you've seen the Paulie Shore Stephen Baldwin film, he's the, Biodome. Uh,
0: he's the head scientist or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah. He
1: is. Yeah. And it's like, uh, he, there's, there's the, the scene in the trailer where they, they talk about, uh, uh, Iron Man, uh, and he, he sings it uh, to the to the tune of Spider Man. Paulie Shore does, and then he's like, "That's Spider Man," and he's like, "What are you, some kind of rocket scientist?" And he's like, "Yes," and he just says it. Just the voice he uses just curls your skin, and you you want to like Paulie Shore over him. He's he's just. He's like William Atherton is the most unlikable human being on film and, and I think it's a credit to his acting ability. He is uh, – I hate him more than Hans Gruber.
0: <laughs> the difference, like He's just as much of a jerk in this movie as he is in Ghostbusters. The only difference is in Ghostbusters, he's right
1: yeah no ghostbusters, yeah those guys are out of line, but in this movie he is really pushy and he's mean uh we do see by the way when he clears uh frame, we get to see the wreath on the door um which uh you know there's the ongoing debate as to whether this is a Christmas movie or not which uh, It is. you can't i mean you there's so much Christmas going on in this movie it's i mean i I think like it depends on how you. Quantify a Christmas movie. Does it need a Christmas miracle? Does it need this, that, or the other thing? But boy, if it just needs to be at Christmas time, for God's sakes, we get a lot of Christmas in this movie. This isn't like, you know, Back to the Future takes place days before Halloween, but you'd never know that. There's no pumpkins. There's no costumes. This movie is as Halloween as you need to get. Or as Christmas as you need to get.
0: Speaking of Halloween, that came up as part of E.T. Somebody was arguing, yeah. Why is an ET a Halloween movie and the argument for it is I think obviously it is. there is Halloween in it the argument against it is yeah. until that Halloween scene it's never mentioned
1: yeah i mean it's a they build up to it but i feel like this movie it it all takes place at that time yeah this know? movie i'm pretty sure we decided on a previous minute that if you stare at Santa Claus for more than like 5 seconds it's christmas
0: well it it's, yeah, it's, i think no, it's right. the point was just like one thing doesn't make it a christmas movie if it just takes place at christmas but it has nothing to do with the plot. It doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Like, I would argue that Lethal Weapon is not a Christmas movie, but it takes place at Christmas. But besides the fact that there's Christmas Carol, you know, and it, it does, has nothing to do with Christmas.
1: I, I hear your, your your comment. I understand. These debates, I think, are important because I I have long debated what makes a monster movie. Like, I feel like you can have a movie with, like, a killer bear – um but if you don't have a scene where you blow the bear up it's not a monster movie or you attempt to blow the bear up and he runs into the ocean or something it's not a monster movie it's just a bear movie um it's a drama but i or an action movie you know like uh, ghosts in the darkness uh or the edge uh with anthony hopkins these these are not uh these are not monster well, I mean, movies these are movies the edge is a monster movie that, but
0: that's just because alec baldwin's in it
1: <laughs> that's right he's Sing. a monster um <laughs> So 11 seconds into this we get a a really good shot of Bruce Willis's bare feet and this is I, I feel like the the moment in this minute that I'm like this is really important like the the gimmick in the movie where he's told you know that to kill jet lag that he should make his his toes into little tiny uh fists and and curl the the carpet in his toes um, this gives him a reason to not have his shoes on, which gives him such vulnerability and it's on display so well in this minute.
0: And they like, it, we had, a, we've previously talked about it, but they introduced that as such a throwaway that that guy says that to him of just like, Oh, this yeah. oh, with yeah. your feet. And then when you see him doing it later, the first time you see him doing it, it's like a laugh. It's just like, Oh, he's really doing what that guy said. Right. And it builds up to this,
1: but the payoff and it's is completely so great unexpected and him yeah. like you know limping across yeah it but it it totally makes this movie so much better you take you put a pair of shoes on 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 Bruce Willis in this movie it's not the same movie you know I mean it it really it really does something to have you know puts him-, him at such a disadvantage yeah, it's, and I yes worse for him yeah. Uh, because he's, I mean, he's a strong guy. We see uh, at about 45 seconds, 43 seconds, he does like a pull-up to see, you know, what's what's going on. And, I mean, I think there part of this is, you know, this was a time period where Bruce Willis was trying to be the third member of the Arnold Schwarzenegger-Sylvester Stallone club. And clearly those two guys had spent more time either in the gym or in the... uh doctor's office to have bigger muscles. And so I feel like this uh this vulnerability uh pays off because they do play him up as a really he's a guy who can take yeah, on you know, much the, more than one person. When
0: he takes that step and you see the blood underneath of it, that shot is so visceral it makes my foot hurt just looking at it. Cause I think it's it may have been mentioned maybe a previous yeah. set of no, you're absolutely or I heard right. somewhere else of you can't envision what it feels like to be shot or to be stabbed unless it's really happened but you know what it's like to get a piece of glass in your foot or in your hand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's terrible. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know what it's like cuz your feet are so damn sensitive cuz they're in your shoe unless you're a guy that walks around barefoot a lot. Like when you're a kid, you know, you spend a lot more time barefoot, but like as an adult you got those socks and shoes on every day of your life. And that's, those feet become soft and and weak. And they, you know, like you accidentally step on, you know, just a, a, the smallest pebble. And you're like, ow, what is my daughter, that? My daughter runs across the gravel driveway <laughs> and her bare feet without a problem. I try yeah. to follow her and I can't walk on it at all. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you know, your, your feet aren't ready. And, uh, and that's why, yeah, this... It's, it's a very, it's, you know, it's visceral it's and, and very strong. And this is Bruce Willis. This is John McClain uh looking like John McClane by the way I know in later films he starts to look just like whatever Bruce Willis looks like at that time period but like this is how I I picture him no shaved head you know he's got the thinning hair he's got you know he's got this body and uh and he doesn't he, he looks I mean he looks like a guy who he doesn't have a movie star look yet. You know, he's a, he's a, Bruce Willis was, you know, moonlighting. This was a TV actor in a time where that was not a good thing. And, and I think, yeah, I think he gets to about the third Die hard, Die hard, Die Hard with a
0: Vengeance. Yeah, perfect in this minute. Still looking like John McClane. And then before the next movie, there's like a 10 year gap and we make a hard right into Bruce Willis.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
0: Man, I mean, you just, know, that's, when he, when he shows up and live for your Die Hard, you're like, oh, that's just Bruce Willis.
1: Yeah. But I do like this. Uh, you know, it's, it's right around 40 seconds where he, he does a pull up to that's, see what's up there. And I just love that there's a pipe or whatever. That's a for strategically him to, placed pull up bar. That's what yeah, I put it right at the right spot. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's strong enough to hold them. And then he pulls up and he sees this, uh, you know, C4. And it's even labeled. Like if you look. Yeah, it says C4 right on it. <laughs> it says C4. And here's the thing. How many explosive materials do you know the names of? I know C4. I think that's about Uh, it. I know like dynamite. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I know TNT. I know plutonium. I mean,
0: to be fair, I know a lot of them, but I used to do that for work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. With this pull-up, you can't hear the beeping until he gets his eyeballs above the ledge. (laughs) That's right. Isn't that the way sound works? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's the way sound works, I guess. (laughs) And then he sees it, and we see wires. We see blinking lights. I mean, it's perfect.
0: That's a bomb. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, the big C4 on it. Yeah, so and we I get, assume those I mean, are regular. Yeah, those are probably regular size C4 uh, blocks. They're usually about 1.25 pounds each. Whoa. Um, I this. So, like, one, on one block of C4 could blow an I-beam in half. Uh, they used to say, and I don't that's know how true
1: It's a beam is. that you would, that's like a beam you would, you would stick hold up in your a eyeball. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. I so, we, I, they used to say this. I don't know how true it was. They said, if you put a block of C4 inside an average house and detonated it, it would destroy the house. That's now, a lot of C4. I don't know how true that is, but that's a lot of C4. Yeah. Yeah, problem.
1: so we we see quite a lot here. I mean, it is like, they go on. It's Yellow Brick Road here.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, and it's movie explosives where it's, you can't have just one thing. Like, you got to have enough where... The dummies in the audience so no. like, um, this is not good,
1: <laughs> right? I mean, this is the old movie thing of like, if you get the brief, there's I, I don't remember what movie does this, but there's a parody movie where the guy's like, it's a hundred thousand dollars, and he opens the briefcase and there's just a small stack of bills, and he's like, yep, a hundred thousand dollars, because if you're doing a movie, you've got to have that briefcase filled from one end to the other, to, for it to be whatever the number is, um, and it's the same thing with explosives. If you need them to go as far as they can go, I remember as a kid watching um, uh, was it, its' predator where Jesse the body Ventura is shooting a gun that I remember the documentary was like, he yeah, has a gun that you know would be mounted to a ship because a human being couldn't fire it. <laughs> Well, they didn't know know Jesse the Body Ventura, did they? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, you didn't say human being. You said Jesse the Body Ventura. I remember uh, when I was a kid, uh, they they brought a fire truck to our school. Uh, I was probably in like second grade. And they were like, hey, this is, you know – this look at this water pressure we're going to shoot it over this direction uh and we were all like spray it on us and they were like actually just so you know if we sprayed this on a man he would fall down and my hand went up and i was like what if it was mr t and the guy was like he'd still fall down another hand up, the guy's like but okay but what if it was rocky and they're like no no no, he'd still fall (laughs) down and then another hand went up and they're like hulk hogan Hulk Hogan wouldn't fall down, and they're like, "Nope, nope, he still would fall down." Freddy Krueger, and like, no, <laughs> any person would fall down, and like everybody's like looking around. They're like, "This guy's full of ni- this guy's full <laughs> of bananas." There's no way that this water gun would shoot over. Jason Voorhees would clearly stand up to this. Um, Andre the so- Giant,
0: sir. Andre the Giant. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so it is uh, It's uh yeah you've got that uh, the movie amount of explosives and then we've got a real great ending to this you know when you do these movies in a minute format uh, a lot of times the ending is inconsequential it's you know it's when the, the clock ran out but my god this is the scene like I feel like this scene is almost the scene that you know if you go back in time uh, you know to the opening of, of Die Hard I feel like if Bruce Willis is sitting there and 1988 on the couch on you know Oprah that this is like a scene they would show it's great it has a great ending it makes you want to see more
0: oh absolutely and if you're watching this movie not one minute at a time it's been a little while since we've seen our old friend here uh, maybe not quite long enough to forget him but you're so invested in what McLean's up to because he's last couple minutes he's he's done his weird suicide letter over the radio he's and then at some point he realizes that Han right. is up to something so that's what he's been into this minute. He's doing his little, you know. He's a policeman. He's doing his detective work, trying to figure out what he's up to. And he finally discovers it. And he, that's it. That's his aha moment. All right, I know what's going on. And he gets about four seconds of it out <laughs> before he gets a gun stuck in his face.
1: And then we cut. I mean, it's perfect. It's yeah. a, it. You absolutely want more. So this is a great, great second. Great and, not like, and, and Not even
0: like not, M16, not a gun. Not an M sixteen. Not a gun you're <laughs> familiar. It <with>. is. <laughs> It's a Steer AUG assault rifle. Yeah, it's from Austria.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah, and it
0: looks super weird. Um, I, I looked up something movie. on it, and they said uh, apparently yeah. you can tell it's fake because the uh, the scope isn't real. It's just all blacked out, but I didn't notice that. <laughs> I'm not even totally sure you can see it in our minute. I guess that <laughs> I mean, camera I mean, moved a little right bit. Right at the very end, you can, can see, see it. Scope, it's not, you, can you should be able tell. to see through it, otherwise the scope's not doing much for you. But I'm going to guess that he probably can hit him at this range. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, unless we, well, uh, Chris and I covered an earlier skill? minute where a situation very similar to this happened. The, the roles were reversed. Bruce Willis sneaks up on one of the terrorists. Actually, it was um, his brother <laughs> earlier in the movie. So we have the bookends here. The only difference was McClane puts the gun up next to him and then tries to elbow the guy in the head. Perfect. It's a very odd minute. <laughs> yes. Well, it, I mean, again, it's a movie. Because in real yeah. life, if you caught the person you were looking for. I, I think I'd, I'd probably just shoot him. You know, you probably shoot him.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. You wouldn't wait around to hear what he has to say. You well, wouldn't and, I mean, tie I him I up to the rope. I would just shoot him. And not going to tell him the back. Your whole plane you're and right. You're and when you're he fell down to the, the ground,
0: <laughs> I, I would tell him everything then, <laughs> while he's completely helpless, laying on the ground.
1: <laughs> because nah, if you're a bad guy, you do feel the need to well, tell. Him I mean, your
0: if whole you're not monologuing you're just not trying. I mean, you're missing out on the whole evil thing. Um, well, I mean, he got out his little distress call. He called his buddy Al. I'm sure. Uh, I mean, we don't. We only have another minute coming up, but I'm sure he. Uh, I'm sure everything will be handled by the LAPD. Up until this point in the movie, they've been doing a, a bang up job of taking care of things. I was trying to see how far what he got out. He said the whole roof roof of the building is wired, and it's a double cross. So, assuming they actually heard that, is that enough information yeah, yeah. to not land the helicopters that they asked for? I think yeah. no. I think it's not enough invasion. So it's a double cross. The whole building's wired, or the whole roof is wired. I mean, nothing's going to stop these FBI guys because I mean, we don't have them in our minutes, but I mean, they're they're FBI. They know it. They know what's going on.
1: Yeah, they're not listening to nobody. <laughs>
0: they don't care what anybody's got to say. No, they're certainly not listening to this guy who could be a bartender for all they know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I and like a guy said, we we have our minute. This is one of the. It's it is a good minute. It's like a mini movie in and of itself. We get our little Richard Thornburg at the beginning being just a complete jerk we get uh uh 40 seconds of john mcclain doing some detective work leaving bloody footprints up on the roof Mm -hmm. looking like he's walking through a film noir it looks like blade runner he's walking around there's so much smoke up there yeah they apparently the smoke machines were working at the fox studios that day (laughs) yeah and then he climbs up there and he runs into uh carl so we get our, our villain moment at the end which again who's the real villain in this minute it's you know Carl's got a job to do you know he's got money on the line <laughs> the other guy's just being a jerk for jerk sense telling the poor Latina maid that the the kids that she's watching are you know the parents oh. are gonna be dead by the end of the night
1: and, yeah he's the villain and she's really good by the way she her reaction like the look on her face like I guess I gotta do this is great <laughs> so good and then he turns to the camera guy he's like come on come on bring in the camera guys yeah. right away too oh, yeah, really good oh, Solid. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> He
0: does show up for Die Hard too. They somehow managed to work him into that too. I wonder what minutes we'll get for that one. Oh, oh hush up! They're never gonna do this again. <laughs> never gonna do <doing> this again. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you'll have as many people uh, crawling over themselves to come back for Die Hard two. I wonder how far you can get into Die Hard before everybody tapped out on you. I guess three. I think you can get to three. Everybody likes Sam Jackson, so. I
1: don't know, minute by minute. If you only got to do mm-hmm. ten minutes, it might be kind of fun. They yeah, I thought that the too. Last couple. <laughs>
0: and mostly I mean it's funny because we've had uh, we've had Carl and his brother now in our two different sets of minutes we had the uh, the beginning of end of Carl's brother in our last set of minutes with the infamous falling down the steps and then we have the beginning of his retribution this week
1: what was Carl's brother's name Tony a real Italian
0: name
1: (laughs) Tony I
0: know a lot of Eastern European (laughs) men named Tony that sounds like a fake name (laughs) (laughs) it's like what's your name Carl what's your name Tony? No, it's not. Oh, it is not named Tony. Well, a- as we said, this was this was based on a book, and in the book, they're mafia. They're all Italian gangsters.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. yeah. Then, they're then they're all Tony. Yeah, there's, so then there's six nothing yeah, but Tonys. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's right.
0: There's just little Tony, big Tony, fat Tony. <laughs> Other Tonys I can't use because they're everything else would be a you know a slur of some sort. <laughs>
1: No, you know, there's, there's uh, one leg Tony, there's, yeah. you know, big nose Tony, there's times. lots of Tony.
0: You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tony Soprano. Oh, I'm oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> Ugly Tony. <laughs> Tony the Tiger. Pizza Tony. <laughs> That's right. That's true. And they all tell you if you eat the pizza, you got to fold it.
0: <laughs> all right. Does anybody have any uh, actual thing left for this minute?
1: No, that is, I mean, this is it's it's a a very tight minute. Uh, so there's there's not that much to say it's about like it, but sol- it it's a, like a solid, solid little three act play in one life. minute.
0: I'm glad we found out that
1: bombs only beep when you look at them.
0: <laughs> uh, the only other thing I can I tell you my <laughs> other things about C4. C4 is a very stable explosive, so it won't accidentally go off.
1: What if you like you can, even if like you drop it. it? If
0: you shoot it with a gun, it will not go off. Right. It really? has to be set off by a detonator. <laughs> yeah, a so detonator, that's uh, it's no good because they got detonators up there. But <laughs> yeah, like you couldn't, like just accidentally shooting it wouldn't set it off. I mean, I wouldn't be the one well, who tried that. <laughs> it shouldn't work. I see cars blow up in the movies <laughs> yeah, when they shoot them, so I don't those know. Those are movies, Chris. That also doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw yeah, that. They catch on the fire. That's what really happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's because in movies, everything is loaded with explodium. (laughs) No matter what it is that gets shot up, it just detonates into a – like it's got 60 uh, pounds of gasoline inside of it, which it does. (laughs) All right. I don't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else?
1: That's it. I'm ready.
0: All right. uh, Guy, why don't you tell the people out in uh, Nakatomi where they can find you?
1: That's right. If you are in Nakatomi Plaza, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Guy Hutchinson. I'm on uh, Facebook at Guy A. Hutchinson. And I'm on the internet at guyhutchinson.com. Uh, you can find my podcast, Drunk on Disney, uh, link to it there, as well as all the books I've written. Uh, and, uh, and I hope you check it out. And I appreciate you guys listening.
0: All right. And if you are looking for us, you can find us over at uh, Jane Silent Bob Minute on uh, Facebook and Twitter and at DuelingGenre.com. We also did uh, The Burbs Minute prior to that. Um, if you're looking for more Die Hard Minute action, make sure you check out Twitter at Die Hard Minute. Facebook is Die Hard with a podcast listener's limo. You can come over there and talk about all your favorite moments in the movie and why there's a character named Argyle. <laughs> but that's just that theme of mine. Alright, uh, if you want to go over to the big site, sites DieHardMinute.com and don't forget to stop by PleaseBadDance.com where all of the minutes podcasts are housed. All 167 of them. Pretty much every movie you've ever watched is on there. Now that is it for us. We are out of here. Give me the
1: guy, yay, melon farmer. Tell me you got that. I got it. I got it. Hit your heart on channel five.